Kathy's not here, but uh, thank you so much. Uh, uh, I also have to take the time to say thank you to SAFM for making sure that our voices uh, are heard because I wouldn't want a man to come and represent, uh, you know, a woman's experience uh, on Women's Day. So it's incredible that uh, they got us together as uh, the people who work here to come and be the ones uh, who represent our voices. But, uh, you know, the truth is there's many sectors that uh, we are trying very hard uh, to penetrate as women. And I guess in 2021, uh, we should not be surprised. And more, as more and more women venture into sectors that historically were deemed as male-dominated sectors. And one such sector is that of wind energy. What is wind energy and what is it that attracted our guests to it? What sort of advice would she give to a young woman who's listening to the conversation we're about to have with her who may want to be a part of the wind energy space? So let's have that conversation with Mesha Grimbig, uh, who is the chairperson of the South African Wind Energy Association. Mesha, commemorations and salutations to you for Women's Day and thank you so much for making the time to talk to us today. Tell me about Mersha Grimbig. Good morning, everybody, and a very happy Women's Day to everyone as well. Um, where do I start? Mersha Grimbig is just an ordinary woman living in South Africa, um, mother to twins, 17-year-old girl and boy, uh, happily married to a partner for the last 10 years, and passionate about wind energy in South Africa and the transformation of the energy sector. Yeah. And even more passionate about seeing women grow into that sector that has been historically male-dominated. Yeah. It's been exciting for me to be part of um, a transition in the energy sector that started 10 years ago and where you are part of something that is just so new and so technologically advanced and you're part of history being made. And to be part of that and a woman setting the path in that has been an amazing journey. So tell us then about your current position at the South African Wind Energy Association, uh, being chair of that and why you thought the energy sector was for you. You've occupied quite senior positions. I mean, the South African Wind Energy Association, chair of the Mainstream Social and Ethics Committee and also a member of the Mainstream Global Ethics and a Compliance Committee. Why this wind space for you? Wind has been an area of uh, energy that I've just naturally transitioned into. Um, project development is really something that is my core strength, and developing wind projects was something that I moved into when it became part of industry in South Africa. Why I move in that space and why I really want to drive women representation in that space is to show our younger colleagues as they study, as they come into their careers, that it is, it is possible. We've always seen energy as a male-dominated industry. We think engineering and we think, oh, you know, it's not for me as a woman. But there's lots to do as women in that space. There's so many uh, careers that are possible. You could be a legal person and work in the energy space, in the wind energy space. You're a project developer, you're working in the wind energy space. You're a social person and looking at communities and community development and you're working in the wind energy sector. It's the diversity of the sector that really attracts me and the ever-changing dynamics of that. And in progressing wind energy, we're actually doing better for our country. We've seen the effects of load shedding. We've seen the expense of electricity. And why not get better, cheaper electricity uh, from really sustainable sources? Mm-hmm. 
But in all of the things that you've done, right, you are still a woman. You're first and foremost a, a woman. What have been the challenges that you've faced as a woman in the industry? And, and how are you navigating? Because uh, I don't want to use the word overcoming. We navigate these challenges. Oh, it's hard to overcome them. How are you navigating them? And, and I love your choice of words. We don't overcome them. We have to navigate them and we have to rewrite the narratives. So it is incredibly important over time. And I think that's one thing that I want to emphasize with women listening today, especially younger women. You are a woman in that space. And a lot of the challenges that you navigate, you will navigate better over time with experience. Mm. I think if I can give women um, a hint of advice is find a mentor. Find that someone who has the experience, who's had the challenge. Learn from them how they have navigated that challenge. It's not necessarily the path you want to walk, but it will give you insights as to how you overcome that challenge. Be your authentic self. You don't have to solve the problem the way a man would. Mm-hmm. You bring your own perspective to it. You bring your own diverse thinking to it. And that's why for me, having a diverse board, having diversity and gender equity in companies, you bring a collective thinking that was not there historically. Yeah, yeah. You approach something differently. It allows for robust discussions to happen. But be yourself. Be the woman you are. And you don't need to pretend to be a man yeah. to have a positive outcome. Because we shouldn't have to pretend we're men because we're not. But the industry in general, um, is it transforming in terms of gender representation? It is transforming, but I feel personally not fast enough. We, We find the transformation happening at more junior levels, and I think we need to have more transformation at senior decision-making level. Mm. You know, it's, it's not impactful if the women representation in the industry um, is only at very, very junior level where it's emotional transformation. We've seen globally only 30% of women in the renewable energy sector, mm. uh, you know, the active. I think in South Africa, there's a much more concerted effort to do that. And as SOVIA, we now have the Gender Diversity Working Group, which is really working towards issuing a gender charter because we find that, yes, transformation is taking place. And there are lots of companies that can be commended for the actions that they've taken and the positions that they've put in place. But how do we make it measurable? And how do we look year on year how impactful it has been? So we're currently working as Sawyer on putting together the Gender Diversity Charter, um, starting that process during Women's Month, and making sure that industry buys into a charter that they feel they set the milestones, they set the targets, they feel a part of, and we look at how we embrace women being a part of the energy sector. Yeah. It- are you creating space, though, uh, for for more women in, in the sector? Because I, I hear uh, the things that you say you are doing uh, in, in the space to advance uh, progress. But are you creating space, uh, deliberately making a concerted effort to create space specifically for women to enter the sector? Absolutely. And it goes right down to the core of how we recruit. Mm, you know, mm. it, it's fundamental that we have executives in in companies 
with a mindful recruitment process. How many women are we actually wanting to make space for? How are we going to adjust our work style? We've yeah. seen COVID have a huge impact on you know our work styles and working from home, and that has been negative in a lot of ways, but it's also brought up its positives. Yeah. We've seen that businesses can survive if we have a different work model. So how do we bring that back into the workplace to make it more inclusive of women so that they don't feel pressured? You know, we're all, we, we want to be super mom. We want to still run a household. We want to raise our kids. We want to be strong women at the office. And, and it's not possible to have everything all the time. You're no, only it's one not. person. In fact, superwoman you know, doesn't exist. We need to no. let her rest in peace nicely because she really doesn't exist. Uh, exactly. And, and with that superwoman mentality comes the guilt we all feel. Mm-hmm. And I am as guilty of that. You know, oh, I didn't attend the school play. Or, oh, I didn't do that for my partner. Mm-hmm. Or, oh. And we forget that we need to nourish ourselves as women to be the best in the workplace, to be the best mom. But we also need to, as senior women, make sure that we don't give this impression of superwoman. We need to be strong enough to show our vulnerability and say, this is how we make allowances for not only women. I think we forget that men want to be part of a diverse gender work group as well. Mm. Dads want to also go into the school sports thing. They also want to be able to take kids to school. And I think another message for women is don't assume that your supporter is only going to be a woman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's brilliant. Actually, we're in conversation, by the way, with uh, Mesha Greenbeek, who's the chairperson of uh, the South African Wind Energy Association, uh, which uh, may be one of the industries that you ordinarily would have thought women are not interested in. And here she is. She's chairing uh, that uh, South African Wind Energy Association. And uh, I'm hoping that you're listening with some of your children so that you can get to know, uh, they can get to know what the industry is all about. And Speaking of getting to know about the industry, uh, Mercia, in terms of appetite and the interest, uh, would you say, uh, COVID notwithstanding, of course, would you say Mm -hmm. that there are enough women who are interested or have an appetite of joining the sector? Oh, absolutely. Um, During COVID last year, Carmen DeBrain, uh, she's one of the senior executives in the wind industry as well, works for... uh, developer called G7, started a networking initiative called Women in Wind, Mm. and it's Women Energy Connect. And through that, we have seen an immense interest in women who are interested in joining the sector. How do I get into the sector? What do I need to do? What subjects do I need to study? Oh, it's not just engineers. And Mm. the program that she runs is to connect women who are wanting to come into the industry with women who are already working in, in the industry guiding them to navigate those challenges that you mentioned or helping them to find their their niche in the industry. Sometimes it's, I studied X, I want to get into the industry, but I'm not sure what, where, and how. Yeah, yeah. And so it's that guidance that comes through as well. Um, the SAWIA has opened its portal for jobs on the SAWIA website, so applicants can now see or interested persons can have a look at what jobs are available in the sector. Yeah. Members of Sylvia advertise there, and we've seen lots of women you know, express an interest to be part of the wind sector, and it's, it's wonderful to see that. And, and the range of interest is from wind turbine technicians 
to I'm wanting to work in economic development and help communities. I'm looking at the manufacturing sector. It is incredibly comforting to see that the interest is there. I'm throwing a challenge to your sector because I'm interested in finding out whether there are campaigns uh, that you have as as a sector uh, to uh, penetrate and educate about career opportunities in the sector, uh, high school girls, uh, but particularly uh, girls in currently disadvantaged uh, areas and high schools mm-hmm. uh, that that would not, you know, have the kind of uh, resources that allow them to even know about the the sector. It's it's very important. Go on to the Sovia website if you have access to that. Um, COVID, unfortunately, we weren't able to do this last year, but every year in August, September, the South African Wind Energy Association has a roadshow mm. where they really have a bus that goes to smaller rural communities to expose students, especially high school students, who are thinking about their career decisions, thinking about which subjects they need to study. And we have a roadshow program that goes across country to especially the smaller communities to mm. educate, to inform to provide the possibilities that are out there in the wind sector. Yeah. So, I mean, you're a woman, you're a leader. What would you say uh, women bring to leadership positions uh, in terms of style uh, that makes companies be successful? Women bring a quieter sense of servant leadership. Mm. We, we think of things in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's an energy that is there to lead and guide, but not necessarily an energy that wants to stand up on a soapbox. Mm-hmm. I think I think women are more inclusive in their approach to leadership. Yeah, and I, I think there is a, a commonality in that understanding that we have a goal to achieve, mm-hmm. but I don't need to be the center stage and the star of the show. And I think it's that quiet leadership that women bring that companies can often leverage off and and find solutions that are way more inclusive than they may have had. And we don't live in in this world alone, though, as women. So what role would you want men to play in helping to speed up particularly issues of gender transformation that come under the spotlight on days like today? Like men, you have such powerful voices. And there are many men in boardrooms, in leadership positions, in middle management positions that may be too scared to voice their support because, oh, I'm going to be the odd man out. Support those women who you identify as the next leaders, those women who can take your companies, your organizations to the next step. Be their supporter, guide them, Tell them what you have learned because you've learned lessons as well along the way. Okay, and uh, sorry, I think I... Go ahead. No, go on. Uh, I I think I I got cut a bit there, but you were saying? I was saying that the men in the workplace should not be scared to use their powerful voices Mm. to be the supporter of women who they have identified as leaders. You see a younger woman coming into the industry, Mm. you see the potential, 
do not be scared to be that male who stands out yes. to support women in the workplace. Do not be scared to say, I agree with her. Yeah. And do not be afraid to share your challenges with her and help her navigate the world that you have already navigated. That's I think powerful. there's a lot of power in that sharing. That is powerful. I love that. I love how you say, do not be scared. Because, you know, to, it's a big thing to sit in a boardroom and you're a, you're a man and you say, I agree, actually, with what she has to say. Lastly, uh, Mercia, uh, let's talk about, you know, issues of energy. What are your thoughts about South Africa's use of the energy mix? And and where are we as a country at present in that? And what, what potential is there in the future? We're at a pivotal point in our energy transition. I think we have reached the stage in country where we understand we can no longer be fully dependent on really coal-generated energy. We have immense, immense potential. If we just look at our geographic location and the abundance of wind and sun that we have, Mm. we have, you know, an integrated energy system that is required. It is cheaper. We have seen how our economy has been ravaged by load shedding historically and now the impacts of COVID-19. Wind energy, renewable energy is quick to implement. It is cost-effective to implement. It creates jobs in country. It can be an economic starting point for our country to recover and become a game changer in the global economy as we address the impacts of climate change and as we look to transition to reaching our climate goals and our clean energy objectives. This has been so enlightening and refreshing for me. So thank you so much. And I salute you for your role, for your work, for your steps um, and uh, your representation and courage and your passion. Thank you for making the time to talk to me today. An absolute pleasure. Enjoy the rest of your Women's Day. Thank you. Uh, Mersha Grimberg is uh, the chairperson of the South African Wind Energy Association. I mean, I loved the answer that she gave to the role that men uh, can play in helping to speed up issues of gender transformation. It's now 10.36. We come back uh, to have a conversation with another iconic and amazing woman uh, in the art space.